0: Well, hello there, dear listeners. Didn't see you there. But welcome, anyway, to a brand new episode of The Partial Historians. I am definitely the loudest of your hosts, Dr. Adniss, <laughs> and sitting over here looking fab Uless.
1: Oh, why, thank you, uh, Dr. Greenfield. Hello. Welcome.
0: Now, I gave you a very pointed compliment, compliment you there. You did, right? did, because you? I
1: think we're in the... Fabian period you know me so well. (laughs) That's right, dear listeners. We have been
0: tracing the journey of the city of Rome from the founding of the city until such a time as we see fit to (laughs) say it's over. And lately, it seems to be full of
1: Fabii. (laughs) It is. And boy, is it full of Fabii. And now the stories are getting kind of entangled. Yeah. And we left you and it was the end of 481 BCE. Or so they say. Also, they, uh, <laughs> according to some sources... According to uh, I'm already in the 470s. I'm
0: decades ahead of you. <laughs> Ooh, ouch.
1: Finally. Um, <laughs> well, I mm. mean, we can go into the complexities of dating at some no, point. No, I won't. feel like yes. that's a whole episode. No, yeah, no, no, we won't. Uh, <laughs> but it's 480. Mm. Roundabout. Yes. BCE. Yeah. Guess what? Stuff's been happening. Well, <laughs> one of our consoles is yes. Marcus
0: fabius nice i have him too in fact i have him paired with one i, I believe it's pronounced neos Manlius. neos
1: Manlius.
0: because we're men Manly men <laughs> we're men in togas
1: <laughs> <laughs> indeed we are men in togas yeah. that's us um marcus fabius consul for the second time well, I hope he's bringing his A game, Dr. G,
0: because last episode, I believe both our historians were somewhat underwhelmed by a relative of his and his performance in the field. Yeah, Kaizo Fabius uh, needs to lift his game. Absolutely, he does. Practically had a... Well, I, th- I think he had a mutiny on his hands. Yeah, look, there yeah. was some
1: desertion involved.
0: Yeah, I mean... Ouch. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Apart from the fact that I like the way that word begins, I don't like the way the word... Eh. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. And it's a bit of a problem. It, it's There's some difficult things to reconcile because the mm. Fabii are clearly the predominant family oh, yeah. in terms of the Senate and the consulship. You can't swing a cat without hitting a Fabian. Yeah, it's a... <laughs> or Fabii. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> some would say that's fabulous, but I disagree. No. (laughs) Um, But and despite the troubles that some of them are facing nevertheless, come the next year who do we find? There's another one I feel like the the patricians tend
0: to do this, I think I think we've seen this before, where they tend to throw their weight behind particular people and particular clans kind of no matter what even even if they're
1: screwing up all over the place Um, yeah, so well, at the very least their mother must be proud yeah
0: only a my mother.
1: <laughs> my sons.
0: Consulship after consulship. And that's <laughs> saying something, because the consulships only not even
1: been around for a couple of years. It's pretty new, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and my sons are all over it. They're all good at it. Yeah, Kaizo but could use some improvement. Nonetheless, Dr. G,
0: last, last year that we talked about, there was quite a spunky little Tribune of the Plebs on the Block. There was. Yeah. Try to shift things up, shake things up a little for the mm. Let's Get the agrarian law back on the agenda because once again the patricians have done their classic government move of Yeah, yeah, sure, we promise you we'll get the wheel the wheels are in motion, the checks in the <laughs> mail. Just just be patient. These things take time and
1: nothing has been happening, clearly. Yes, anyone would think that warfare is a convenient excuse to not make any move on domestic policy. My thoughts exactly. Uh, according to my account,
0: there's another little plebe- uh, tributary of the plebs who's willing to kick up,
1: kick up yeah, some dust. second year in a row, a yeah, little bit of an uprising. Absolutely. Tiberius Pontificalus. Oh,
0: mine is Titus Pontificus.
1: But mm. I, I like the name Tiberius, as you know, so I'm willing <laughs> to go with you. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind. Uh, either way, we have somebody stand up and oppose... Uh, the pretty standard call for the levy of soldiers. Yep, because they still
0: have some external issues to deal with. Uh, probably because, you know, there was an evening <laughs> Well, and mostly
1: the issue with Vey uh, and the mm. uh is looming large in the Roman imagination at the moment. Yeah, definitely. There seems to be a new alliance to the
0: north. Yeah. And see, I kind of wonder, because uh, last time you talked a lot about Appius Claudius uh, and how he came up with this very clever plan. Last time there was a troublesome tribune. And- uh, getting up to no good tricks uh, that they convince the other tribune of the plebs to get onto their side presumably with a bit of a wink wink nudge nudge you know money under the table there'll or be something. something in it for you later absolutely yeah I actually have it being in this year that Appius Claudius is recorded as being vocal. But he does acknowledge that they tried the plan the year before. It's just that he's more vocal in this year. Anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah. There's always the dark hand of Appius Claudius yeah. behind every tribunician failure. Yeah, well,
0: he's like, you know, when you have multiple people in an office, as we do, guys, <laughs> there's always one of them at least who's willing to put aside his morality uh, in favour of his career, getting ahead. That worked brilliantly last time. Let's do it again, shall we?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Boy, do I have a plan for you. Same as last year. Yeah, because it worked so goddamn well. (laughs) Yeah, and it it does work again, according to our source material. I'm telling you guys, unity. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's all over and done and dusted. And they do the levy and everybody signs up. Um, It feels Mm. all very sort of routine in terms of the narrative. Don't worry dear listeners.
0: I can promise you, at some point in the not-too-distant future, things will start to change.
1: Oh, we're building up to some big change. Oh, yeah, yeah. And one of the things that is interesting in this moment with the levering of troops mm. is that Dionysius mentions that the Latins and the Hnuchians send troops over, and Rome sends half of them back. Okay. Yeah. That's weird. It's just a bit of a throwaway line. Because um, they're not good enough,
0: or because they don't need them.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it wasn't that many years ago uh, that Rome was in the midst of a crisis of being able to levy and draft troops well, to do anything. Yeah, there. I mean, presumably with the plebeians not being thrilled
0: about fighting, you would want. Yeah, I'm really not
1: sure what to make of it. Um, it sort of they send double the number of auxiliaries that Rome calls for, That's and really when they weird. send more. In this sort of gesture of goodwill, Rome just sends them back, Um, which is almost, I I feel like maybe this is a moment where Rome is adhering to its policy of being relatively kind to an ally. Maybe so. I mean, Livy does really play up in his
0: whole story about the, you know, how they got the tribunes on side and that sort of thing. He really plays up this idea of the patricians exerting charm in order to get their way. So, one by one, they win over the various tribunes of the plebs. Some of them by just being super, super nice. Some of them by using their, you know, sort of client-patron type relationship. Some of them just using their political clout, you know. Yeah, yeah. so those clever patricians. So they're using, so maybe the Romans are just using kindness in every <laughs> <laughs> Leverage, <laughs> leverage. That's right, that's right. We are, we are, we may be overlords, but we
1: are most... How <laughs> benevolent. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Okay. Okay, that is weird. All right, fair enough. Yeah, look, I only mention it because it's weird and I don't have any good answer for it. No. Um, but okay, yes. I've got a bit of detail for once uh, about what's happening
0: in the enemy camp. Take the floor! I will. <laughs> it's not a lot, so don't get too excited. Mm. <laughs> but still, I get very excited when I see anything on my bed. Um, So, obviously, the big threat right now is the city of Vey and their allies further north, correct? Correct. Right. Okay, now, Livy is very careful to say That this is not, all this is happening is not because they is so awesome, as if. As if for a second it is more awesome than Rome. Don't you go thinking it, because it's not. (laughs) Really, what's happening here is that everyone in the region apparently is getting getting on board this threat because they know if they don't take Rome down now, its power will last forever.
1: Oh. Forever. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, Rome's the big enemy because they're so good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and That's a very to, convenient narrative. Has to, it
0: has to be now, Dr. D. Do you not understand? <gasps> now. You must strike now. Before they fully hatched from the <laughs> egg. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah, okay. Interessante. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I just thought that was, uh, you know, not at all biased reporting. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thanks, Libby, yep. for your update. Yeah, and
0: I've, even, I've got to... I've even, he's even given... A little speech. I won't repeat it, but... That seems a shame, considering there's so few of living. Well, I'll give you just, like, (laughs) one of my favourite sentences, okay, which gives you the gist of what I just said. The power of the Romans would be everlasting unless civil dissension armed them with rage against each other. This was the only infection, the only poison that operated, so as to set limits to the duration of great empires. Now... Would Livy perhaps be, again, maybe reading into things a little bit because he happened to live, you know, during a time of like massive civil wars and complete change of the political system
1: in Rome by giving too much power to civil strife? I think it's entirely possible. (laughs) (laughs) And I think it's also a little bit of foreshadowing in his narrative, perhaps, um, because we are about to hit some, like, really big time conflict. You thought this was bad, guys. Yeah. Um, just you wait. I've just got one more sentence <laughs> for you, because this is just so Oh, funny. please. Okay.
0: Please do. This evil, as in civil strife, whose progress had long been retarded, partly by the wise management of the profusions, <laughs> and partly by the patient conduct of the commons, has now proceeded to extremity.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's just amazing. Um... It's pretty, it must be pretty clear to you listeners at this point that both of us are quite left in our pochant um, for reading source material. Although and- according to a quiz I did... I am only moderately. (laughs) Oh, we'll come back to that some other time. (laughs) And yet our source material is very much positioned in favor of Mm. the patricians. Yeah, definitely. Um, You know, desertion is pretty horrific and it's characterized in a terrible way by Dionysius. Yeah. Um, And I have a whole bunch of little notes that I usually don't read out where I was like, well, that's a very pro-patrician reading (laughs) of what might be going on in this situation. Dionysius, thank you very much. Um, oh, without doubt, we are,
0: we've got to be representing
1: um, the but, story as told by the patrician. <laughs> yeah, but the wisdom of the patricians is really interesting. And the fact that uh, our source material is also giving us this huge continuing conflict, which mm. doesn't resolve as well. And trying to find a way to have the patricians still be noble within yes. the scope of something working against them. Yeah. It's a really interesting tension. And also,
0: their seeming lack of ability, again, no bearing on modern times whatsoever, to adapt to new challenges or even old challenges. (laughs) Just the persistence in sticking (laughs) to tried and true methods and the way of doing things.
1: Guys, stick to the plan.
0: Yeah, but but, you know, I mean, obviously, I have to keep in mind, the Romans,
1: are they, they do like their tradition. They like tradition. They do. They do. Yeah. They prioritise tradition. <laughs> yeah. Every All of their uh, political framework is around about, predicated on this wisdom of the elders. Yeah, which so, you which can kind is... of still see in our legal system, obviously, with the whole yeah. idea of appealing to precedent, you know. Yeah, and yeah. there's a real conservatism that yeah. is built into a system like that. Absolutely. And yeah. so it's not surprising that it's taking so long for anything to have enough effect to create change. Yes, but
0: I'm just going to tell you right now, guys. The moral of this story is that if you just keep on trying and don't give up, eventually change does happen.
1: <laughs> 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 anyway,
0: There is light at the end of this yeah. tunnel. I'm drifting. Okay, so, sorry. So that's what Livy says is happening in the conversations amongst Livy citizens of Vay.
1: Hmm. Yep. Yeah, yes. so, yeah, take them out before it's too late. Well, pretty much. And also, <laughs> and also
0: clearly, I mean, yeah, clearly the idea is that all these guys are aware that Rome's got internal issues and their plan is to exploit that, and that's the tactic.
1: Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. That would be my tactic too. Totally, yes, yes. Um, so we get to this point where my narrative moves straight on to uh, the army being outside of Faye. Really? Okay, well, I actually have a little bit more detail. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, do it. I mean, it's not, it's not a
0: huge amount, again, but just yeah. a little tip, which I find quite interesting. Livy goes on to say, after reporting about what's happening in the enemy camp, that the Roman consuls themselves weren't really scared of anything except for
1: themselves. Not as in... So they're they're... afraid of Rome. (laughs) Rome's afraid of itself. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Basically, uh, they
0: are afraid of their own countrymen. They're afraid of the impact that this civil war is going to have. And so they should be. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, completely, again, legitimately. Um, But it's interesting that he does admit, at least, that Rome at this point in time just doesn't have faith in its troops. Like, they don't want to engage because they are scared of what might happen if their troops go into the field. And therefore, they're actually keeping their army in camp because they're hoping that as time passes, they might become more obedient.
1: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this plays very nicely into yeah. the story. The story that Dionysius of Halicarnassus tells us yeah. um, for this situation. So he sets it up in this sense that V is this big city. Yeah, the Romans make two encampments mm-hmm. outside the city. Yeah, and Vey also has some troops that they've camped outside their city. Yeah, which is a bit weird, but okay. Yeah. Um, so the Romans are on. Two sides, the Vey Army in the middle, the city behind, and everybody uh, is just sort of waiting. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyrannia seems to be on its way, or at least incorporated, okay, like coming yeah. coming down on its way. Yeah, um, definitely, Livy definitely has this idea that they are allies. Yeah, sure.
0: Yeah. and
1: they're sort of coming in mm-hmm. in sort of it seems like drips and drabs and joining up with this army encampment at the front. Yeah, um, joining their allies. So be it. Yeah. Um. The Romans sort of bunker down, um, and they're looking to like just prolong this situation. Yeah. Um. And then, and then we have a sign from the gods. Ooh! I don't have a sign. <laughs> <laughs> a sign from the gods. What is it? A thunderbolt. Oh, come on. <laughs> Sorry, I was hoping for something else. Like, I don't know. Oh, oh wait for it.
0: Maltesers falling Yeah, yeah, the
1: sky, yeah, yeah. <laughs> A thunderbolt. Okay, yeah. That falls upon the headquarters of the consul, Nius Manlius. Okay, that's
0: good, that's good. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yep, yep, yep. It tears his tent to pieces.
0: Ooh, but is he left untouched?
1: It overturns his half. His what? Half. Oh, right. <laughs> okay. His, right. his inner fire. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It tarnishes some of his weapons of war, Ooh. scorching some and completely destroying others. Well, Thunderbolt's do that. <laughs> it kills one of his finest horses. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, the one he uses in battle. Uh-huh. And some of his servants. I think this is not a good sign at all, actually. It's a pretty bad sign. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is going to be positive. <laughs> Manly, yes, uh, himself is unharmed. Uh You'll be pleased to know. I knew it. Uh. (laughs) So he goes to the augurs and he's like, guys... That's uh, a mixed sign. <laughs> yeah, he goes to the augers and he points at his tent where there's like strewn <laughs> devastation. Rash, yeah. yeah, the corpse of uh, some servants and his finest horse. Yeah, and he's like, "What do you reckon, guys?" <laughs> <laughs> <What> <laughs> you? On the other hand, I <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. looking good, though, am I not? <laughs> yeah, like me. And all of a sudden, uh, when I point my wrists out. Spiderwebs come out. <laughs> what so, do you think? <laughs> I'm having this sensation. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and they were like, "Look, that's pretty bad." Um, go and see this guy called Professor X. <laughs> He'll fix you up. <laughs> and they're like, okay, let's think about this. Yeah. They're like, the gods are foretelling the capture of the camp. Okay. Um, so, this is one of the Roman encampments, the right, whole right. camp. Yeah. And the death of the most important persons in that camp. That doesn't sound good. No. No. Zamalus um, is like, right, you are then. Uh, <laughs> Off r- I go. <laughs> rouses everybody in the camp. He's like, let's get out of here so we can't die. Um, leads them to the other camp yeah. and takes up quarters with his colleague. So he uh, ends okay. up in what Marcus Fabius' tent. He's like, See, can I, I have... sleep with you tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's is so funny. <laughs> One consul to another. It's dark times.
0: Dear Lucretia,
1: as I lie here next to Fabius,
0: the warmth of his body reminding me <laughs> Soon I shall be caressing your curvaceous Roman matronly form again. I am comforted.
1: I was lost in the wilderness, but my fellow consul took me in. Uh, yeah, so tough times. Can I share your tent? Um, Why can't I quit you, babies? Why? And I feel like on some level, like, babies must be like, well, sure. But also, like, I don't know if I want to bring your bad luck into my tent. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Can I bunk with you? The gods are trying to kill me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure. I mean, I I I don't want to say no, but I also don't want to say yes. I feel really conflicted. See, I don't have this story, and so I am
0: very conflicted because I don't know whether this is a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know whether trying to outsmart the gods is going to be
1: interpreted as like hubris, or whether it's going to be actually outsmarting the gods. Oh, wait. It gets worse. Okay, go, go. Um, So... (laughs) They they haven't like packed up and dismantled their camp because a Roman encampment you've got to like you yeah. do you do the trench work and stuff like that yeah, like you, full on, yeah. yeah you lay things out there are some structures yeah. um, they just they just abandon the camp yeah. and move to the other camp gotcha. so they leave there's a whole bunch of stuff sitting around which does make me think <laughs> that they were literally like we're excused we're like and get out of here the gods are following us fair enough in the meantime. It turns out that the Tyrrhenian augurs are considered to be the best of all of the augurs in the Italian region. Oh,
0: of course, you're right. Yeah, yes. way better than the Romans.
1: Yeah. And they're like, oh, wait up. I just, they, that was a sign from the gods. <laughs> <New> shit, show up. <laughs> um, they're reputed to have greater accuracy um, with signs from the sky, mm-hmm. um, like thunderbolts. Gotcha. Mm. Yes, well, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> And they're like, wait a minute. Um, The Thunderbolt has fallen on the consul's tent. Right. That's the army's headquarters. Uh Everything's been utterly destroyed. Yeah. This is the gods foretelling the whole army that uh, their camp is going to be wiped out. So they come to a similar conclusion. And the death of the principal persons in that camp. Mm -hmm. And they're like, actually, this is a problem the Romans have tried to outsmart the gods by abandoning that camp.
0: Uh Aha. Okay. Yes, yes.
1: Yeah. By leaving that camp, they've actually exposed themselves to the retribution of the gods rather than just accepting their fate. I feel like it's got to be kind of a lose-lose situation, (laughs) though, surely. Well, I suppose principal persons might just mean everybody in, like, command positions. Oh, no, I know, but still. I mean, yeah,
0: I suppose you're right. What they've done could obviously be much, much worse, but still, you know,
1: it's still going to be bad. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. so now they're trying to escape their fate. Gotcha. That's going to be an issue. Sucks for you, manly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. so this is going to be a problem. Mm. Um, And what we should do is probably occupy that camp
0: so they can't go back
1: to it and oh, repair okay. their relationship with the gods. Right, okay, gotcha. I'd say, got wait a second. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. They you were want... sounding so smart. I, can <laughs> I, I want you to go into that camp where the gods hate everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's right. and just stay there.
0: Pretend to be Roman. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um but there's yeah, they won't be able to avoid the gods' wrath for having tried to outsmart them if they can't get back to the camp.
0: That is interesting. Hmm. Okay.
1: So how does so do we do we find out what happens?
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. No, no. Oh, is, I've got pages this is, of this. This is very different <laughs> to how mine goes. I'm just going
1: to say that right now. Yeah. This is setting up something quite interesting for Dionysius' narrative, oh, as okay. much as anything else. Gotcha. Well, I don't know doesn't have it then, because it's a <laughs> <of Dionysius's narrative. laughs> Yeah. narrative. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is this battle? Yeah. He's about to tell us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the Tyranians go in, and they take possession of that camp, mm-hmm. and they're like, let's turn it into a fort. You know, let's, you know... Make okay. it even better <laughs> we, can do some, we can do some of that Oh yes, yeah, so this is fabulous, darling Fabulous, I can just see it More spikes, more spikes <laughs> You know, I just want to put an extension over here Yes, yeah,
0: so I, see, I see what you're talking about We need to
1: build, build <laughs> And while they're doing that They're sort of wandering around in between their own camp in the middle This okay. new camp off to one side
0: right. And as
1: they're passing by the Romans camp off to one side While they do this mm. um, They taunt them by calling them names
0: Right, so all the Romans yes.
1: are packed in one camp, yes, all huddled yes. together a little bit more tightly than they'd like to be. And yes. they have the Tyranians walking past being like, um, and I quote, called them all women. <laughs> personally quite offended. <laughs> and taunt their leaders, likening them to the most cowardly of animals. No details given on what oh, those animals what might be. What is the most cowardly of animals? <laughs> I region. wish I could tell you that detail. That's the sort of thing I long for with history. Um, so they sort of taunt them in various ways, the name-calling, being like, you can't come out to battle, you know, what's wrong with hey, you. Hey, McFly! <laughs> you're all squished in there. Wouldn't you like some fresh air? Nobody,
0: nobody calls me chicken! <laughs> <laughs> now, actually, that, that part is in my account. Okay. That part is in my account. Excellent. Yeah, that they try to ride up to the camp, challenge them by having insults, and saying things like that, you're not really fighting amongst yourselves. You're just making excuses because you're cowards. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. low blow. Civil war? Don't
1: think so. <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty hilarious because everyone on the camp would be like, "Yeah, no, like they we've really got some, we've got yeah. some issues here." Yeah, like, actually, I'd like to talk to you about it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen my therapist, but there are some problems. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, yes, continue. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's kind of amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: so the consoles don't do anything, uh, which is part of the way that Dionysus is interested in presenting this story. Mm. So they don't respond to the, the insults? To
0: the insults. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. Because very unroman. Yeah. <laughs>
1: unroman, but also tying in to what you were saying earlier. Yeah. Because it's explained as being that they're really quite afraid of the soldiers shirking their duty. Yeah. Definitely. From apathy. Yeah. And the whole Anger. issue yeah. with the land allotment. <laughs> Decades uh, of use, Yeah, I get you. Yeah. And they're like, look... And, you know, and they've had that experience just the year before yes. where there's been some pretty clear desertion. One of them with a family
0: member, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and they're, like, not sure if not feeling super confident, actually. Um, well, Livy, Livy goes on to sort of say that when he's talking about how
0: the consuls are nervous, um, that in response to these insults, that the troops, obviously, <laughs> being Romans and men, <laughs> um, they get, you know... Like, really rolled up, they're furious. Uh, they're almost spurious, furious. They're so angry.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm so angry, I'm yes. spurious, furious. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, and they're, they're ashamed of themselves, <laughs> but at the same time, they are still not actually wanting the consuls or the patricians to have success. So,
1: real conflict, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> really. really uh, yeah, I mean,
0: I think this is probably the most nuanced it's gotten in the in these accounts. I mean we we've yep. seen this kind of thing before, external threat. The problem is the Romans aren't united. Blah, 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 blah. But
1: this kind of thing is new. Yeah. 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 Where the consuls are finally like, I don't think these guys are going to fight for me even though I've dragged them all the way half across the country yeah. to do so. And we've done a lot of, you know, like greasing the wheels in terms of getting all the tribunes on the same side. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. The amount of people I've had to like negotiate with to yeah. get us to this point and these guys still don't want to fight. Yeah. <laughs> What's um, up with them. Jeez. You give and you give. (laughs) I'm trying really hard here, buddy. Um, I've got so much
0: charm. I'm a (laughs) patrician.
1: Yeah, so this parallels uh, Dionysius to a certain extent. Yeah. So he talks about the way that the consuls allow this taunting to continue in the Mm. sense that they don't respond to it because they're interested in the effect of shame and necessity Mm. Um, as methods of ultimately compelling the soldiers to fight. Yeah, I think I think this
0: is I think there is still a bit of a parallel here even though it's framed slightly differently. In that in Livy in Livy's accounts, the troops decide that they want to fight, so they go to the consuls to say, "Right, we're ready. Let's do this." And the consuls are like, "Gee, I don't know. You sounded awfully mutinous before." <laughs> You're really gonna have to convince me. I don't know. I'm, I'm not. I'm not seeing this. I'm not seeing it at all. You know, like you I hear what you're saying, but the face, the tone, it's not, not. matching up. <laughs> and, and yeah, the so the, the consoles are like, nope, not happening. Not yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, so yeah. we've got some really nice parallels. Yeah. Here. Um, so we do get this moment where they're. Dionysius is building it up as if they're hoping the soldiers will come to him and beg to fight yeah yeah through absolutely. the shame and necessity yeah, absolutely yeah and which is working again yeah, yeah yeah and when they kind of do they start to approach the consuls and like look let us go at them and <laughs> sorry like, yeah you know but like in yeah. this sort of like yeah can we fight them yeah uh, not like I'm ready let me at them. yeah they're like like Will you let us go out there and like give these guys a bit of a serve? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marcus Fabius gets up and gives a big speech. Mm, oh, of course he does. Oh, welcome he does. to Dynasty telekinesis yeah. <laughs> doing rhetoric. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, Look, I see you guys, mm. I recognize, but there's a reason why I'm not interested in sending you out to fight.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: You're slow. <laughs> <laughs> You ain't got this <laughs> <it>. <laughs> You lose through neglect. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Then is fighting <laughs> Where's your eagerness to follow orders? Yeah. You know, we're all drawing the same conclusions here. Mm. Um, we're afraid about these grievances that you guys have been keep raising about this allotment of land. You know, and they had shut up about the land. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's causing a lot of mischief. <laughs> <laughs> That's and quite it. frankly I'm disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm disappointed in all of you. Yeah <laughs> you are my children. Um, it's causing great mischief to the whole state mm. um, And so we're a bit suspicious. Understandably. I actually have a similar line like they' not a
0: speech. I wouldn't go so far as to call it a speech, but in Livy's account, Fabius says to them like basically kind of talking talking to the other consul, presumably so that everyone can hear him. <laughs> similar things, but finishing up by saying, Soldiers have once deceived a Roman consul in the field, but they will never deceive the gods. Ooh.
1: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a bit hectic. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, look, coming on the back of an omen. <laughs> yeah. And then I actually have a bit of an I Am Spartacus scene.
0: <laughs> oh. Where, like, a centurion stands up and he's like, Marcus Fabius, I will return
1: victorious from the field. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. We're anyway. getting to that. Yeah, yeah. I've got yeah. some of that as well. Yeah. So, yeah. So he goes into a big, long yeah. discourse on the issues with last year yeah. under his brother, Kaizo. <laughs> Let's dissect last year, guys. Yeah. And even better. He <laughs> what can... happened out there? Yeah. And he can point to his brother because his brother has a minor command this year in his uh, own uh... army. So he points to Kaizo and he's like, remember Ooh, when I'm you didn't follow this guy, yeah. my brother, last year. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, I don't want him to be an imperator. Yeah. Uh, and and it's like, and you begrudged him the glory that is his due as a patrician commander oh. by refusing to fight properly. Oh vomit. Okay. I know. Yeah. <laughs> because and and why? Because he didn't just constantly try to please the poor. Um, so I, I feel like he might be losing his crowd in this moment. Yeah, <laughs> they are pleasing them so much, as <laughs> just giving them freaking
0: what yeah. they deserve.
1: <laughs> and the poor are standing there in yeah. front of him, being like, "I still want my land." Yes, yeah. kind of still need, like you know, food. <laughs> yeah. And it's like so, you know, ultimately, as the consuls, we've been quite unwilling mm. um, to join battle. Yeah, um, and we don't think you really support us. We're worried that we'll let you out there. You'll have a little bit of revenge and then you're just going to run away. Fool me once. Shame on me. <laughs> <For> yes. Yeah. <twice. laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's like, look, there are some things in our favor. For instance. Me. <laughs> Fabious. Oh, <yeah>. The biggest, <laughs> the biggest pro on our side at the moment. Yeah. The folly of the enemy. Ah. Oh so yeah, so he start He switches course. The, the enemy. They seem to be pretty close so He's like, they're wasting a lot of time hanging out in that empty encampment that we left behind <laughs> when they really should be behind some walls. <laughs> I mean, they've <laughs> left themselves exposed. Let's face it. Well, we know. Yeah, I
0: so, oh, so, so. We know
1: the layout of the camp.
0: <laughs> this is true. This is true.
1: If there's one thing I can tell you, it ain't a fort. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and there ain't no commander standing. They're wasting.
1: <laughs> they're wasting their time and their energy
0: trying <laughs> to turn it into one. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I pay that. <laughs> um, so. Mm. Is this when you have your iron Am Spartacus moment? <laughs> Where they're
1: like, I oh, will return to Victorious. Kind of. Mm. But he kind of gives this sort of sense that, you know, the allotment of land is coming. What? Weird, <laughs> weirdly. Okay. Um, you know, look upon the spot. Um, look upon your lot of land. Look upon your country. Um, so he tries to weave huh. in, like, you know, maybe, like, this idea of future land allotment into the end of you this speech. Are you sure he's speech. not just talking about
0: people who already have some land? Like...
1: Look, I don't know. Huh. I mean, yeah. he's addressing the entire troop at yeah, this point. Um,
0: yeah.
1: so there's a whole bunch of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so mm, interesting okay yep. yeah and everybody's sort of like oh yeah like well, you know we could get in on this fight you know and like and he's like i'm still not convinced mm. and this is when we have marcus Favoliolius. yeah what
0: a mouthful that name is
1: favellius and uh, there are many many <laughs> vowels yes
0: there are.
1: Um, apparently a plebeian Let's just cool and flavor place <laughs> <laughs> a small time farmer yep Um, Celebrated for his merits and valiance in war He is named as being amongst
0: the keenest
1: Yes, and he also holds the rank of Primi Pili Which, uh, first spear? That is so adorable Primus (laughs) pilis. The Spear Centurion. I'm gonna call him Peachy King Jelly Bean. <laughs> <to> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a bit of a like retrojection of late Roman Republican army um, army speak, Yeah, yeah. You know, but he is. Let's face it, he's, he's in, in charge army, of yeah. a whole bunch of centuries, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he's a bit of an officer. He's pretty much holding maybe the sort of almost the second highest rank he could hold as a full soldier. Um, Impressive. And importantly, according to Dionysius, besides his other recommendations, mm. he was tall and fair to look upon. <laughs>
0: well, if that doesn't matter in a soldier, I don't know what does.
1: <laughs> <We're> <laughs> yeah, I told you we go to
0: G. Flavor place
1: <laughs> We're on campaign. We're all alone. Mm. By ourselves. <laughs> um, he's tall and fair to look upon. Excellent. I'll follow him anywhere. Yes. Yeah.
0: Uh, Where you lead, (laughs) I will follow
1: you. (laughs) So there's nothing like the uh, charisma of physique um, (laughs) to guarantee loyalty. Um, Hey, wait for Thor. (laughs) (laughs) He gets up and he's like, oi, I'll give. The best pledge any Roman can give. Ah, uh, yes. Some promises to gods, I'm imagining. Like yeah. Like Father Jupiter. Well, the traditional oath apparently here is mm. swearing by his own good faith that he would return to Rome victorious over the enemy or not at all. Yep. That sounds like a Roman <laughs> sentiment to me. <laughs> everyone's like, oh, <laughs> this is the moment where the crowd goes wild. Oh. Yes, yes. Our favourite centurion. <laughs> <laughs> He's so cute. I love it when he <laughs> does that. Well. Uh. I see you, baby. Checking <laughs> that ass. <laughs> and interestingly, this is the moment where the consuls are then like, we'll take the same oath. We're with you, buddy. Well, of course they take this set. Sa- oh, fuck, <laughs> They're like, oh, that's what we were looking for. A little bit of a demonstration. A bit of commitment.
0: That's all we wanted, guys. One
1: person's with us. I'm with you guys. You see, my account- I like my account much more.
0: Okay, <laughs> this is going to work. I'll oh. say the line, Dr. G, then you say the line. Okay, mm-hmm. you ready? Okay. All right, so okay. I've got this moment where it goes. Soldiers have often deceived a Roman consul in the field, but they will never deceive the gods. Marcus Fabius... I will return victorious in the field. (laughs) And then
1: another man stands up. Can I be Nias Manlius? Can I? Go ahead. You you do this one. (laughs) Then you say Ooh, ooh, Uh, (laughs) Nias. Nias (laughs) Manlius, I will return victorious from the field. (laughs) Marcus Flavius, I will also return victorious for and so it goes. <laughs> if only Spurius Furius was here now. I know, I such know.
0: a shame. It's the passion, it's the <laughs> passion.
1: <laughs> Everybody gets into it, yeah, yeah. So we have this moment. All the subordinate officers get up and do it. Yep. All the rest of the centurions,
0: yep. all the rank and file. Yep. And I particularly like, even though I know this is a translation, the way that Livy describes their march out to battle. They march out to battle, full of rage and confidence. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Look, they do some pretty like solid like sacrificing beforehand because they're going to make up oh, for that horrible omen. Yeah. I was <laughs> going to say, does that come back into play at all? Yeah. Okay. Uh. Mm. Not really. Mm. <laughs> well, I, I will argue that it does, but maybe not in the way you might think. Yeah. 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 Okay. So. Well, good for the
0: Romans then. <laughs> I was expecting something pretty horrific. <laughs> do you have details of the battle? Not a lot. I basically uh, I've got a bit of a, a you know, as Livy tends to to give me a succinct summary. So the Romans march out, and they are keen as mustard, Dr. G. Nothing could be keener. Okay. And so the Atru- uh, sorry, the Etrurians. I'm gonna say the Etruscans. Um, well, same deal. They are saying, Oh, you want to insult us now, guys? Bring it on! <laughs> we're ready for you. You know, you you were so bold with your words. Let's see it on the field. Ha, <laughs> And Livy tells me that all men, all men, Dr. G, not plebeians, not patricians, but all, fight with particular valour that Ooh, day. Hello. And it made the Fabian name, the Fabian race, shine forth with
1: peculiar luster. Ooh. Yeah, that's pretty much like that. Wow. <laughs> okay. Well, um, bucket yourself up for some contrast. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, the battle begins. Yes. It's outside Vey. Okay. Everybody's ready, mm-hmm. hankering for it. Yep. Nyas Malleus is on the right wing. Yep. Mm. Okay. They're doing fine, mm-hmm. but uh, they get repulsed. Ooh. It's a bit, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> by the enemy. They're not as attractive <laughs> as our uh, flea Yeah, they're, like, <laughs> they're not as good-looking as our centurions. <laughs> I don't know if I would have fight them. <laughs> <laughs> so eventually they have to uh, quit the cavalry, Get down on foot, so it gets a bit... Yeah, really quickly. Yeah, It it gets a little bit messy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We have the left wing, commanded by Quintus Fabius. Mm. Turns out there's another brother there. Of course there is, because the Fabian race is shining with particular... (laughs) Lustre. So, Quintus Fabius, formerly console of 485, Mm. formerly console of 482. (laughs) In this instance, given some sort of a, a... Command with Imperium, mm. um, which is below the consulship. Yeah, 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 but we don't really know what it's called at this point in time. Nobody's really sure. Um, he's described as a legate and proconsular, mm. but this designation is completely unclear for this time period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And it is probably something that's more like a praetor, except a praetor hasn't been invented yet. Yep. So we don't know. He's doing something. No, actually, Livy does
0: mention that. Um, that this is why he talks about the Fabians being particularly awesome on that day, because they are, like, like the whole family is pretty much there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, you know, it's a yeah. real and, family affair. And all of them are, of course, <laughs> setting a awesome example, because they are the Fabians.
1: Uh, ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, look, you know, they're trying their best. Yes. So Quintus Fabius has the left wing. Mm. Uh, Marcus Fabius has the centre command. Ooh. And there is also... Kaizo Fabius, mentioned earlier, like he was there where the speech was well, happening. Well, he has some, <laughs> uh, he has some splinting to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and he's hanging out as well. Mm. Um, but we have this moment really quickly on where Quintus Fabius yes. struck in the breast by a spear. Yes. To the point of which it pierced his bowels. Oh. <laughs> and he fell through loss of blood. Oh. <laughs> Not his bowels being punctured by his feet? No.
0: Not being impaled in the going no. No. No, <laughs> no I, I also have a I have an account of this as well that um, uh, once the battle breaks out, so Fabian's awesome, awesome, awesome. Etruscan's going, ooh, this is actually a little bit more hairy than we were expecting. This is not good and the Romans like, how do you like me now? <laughs> how about uh, but some that, that everyone, you know, is getting into that slow motion <laughs> oh, and Fabius gets struck down
1: because he is so awesome. Everyone feels the loss. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, um, this turns um, as soon as uh, Marcus Fabius hears about it, he immediately uh, turns away from wherever he's fighting yes. and heads into where Quintus has fallen. Yes, um, summons Kaizo to help him out. Yeah, so all the brothers rush over. Yeah, um, they get there and he's still kind of alive. Um, oh he's my like, yeah, he's fallen through. Like, he's fallen through loss of blood, so like, he's fainted and collapsed, but he's not quite oh, dead yet.
0: Oh, okay, that makes more sense. I thought you meant he died from lack of blood, and I was like, surely the loss of
1: bowels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but and it, other organs. He does it. die. Yeah yeah, 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 but after the brothers get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, so it's like, yeah, yeah, it's like that, <laughs> that pinnacle movie moment. Yeah. We're like, yeah. And he's like, could <laughs> just tell my wife. Um, nothing because she is not
0: important <laughs> just make sure you put on my tomb that I was going to the twice <laughs>
1: <laughs> make the Fabi I live forever yeah. <laughs> uh, and so he dies in like the arms of his brother Yeah. Um, and so this sort of drives Marcus Fabius and Kaiser Fabius into like this frenzy mm. uh, and they're just like I have the feeling that he's a bit nervous that the soldiers are going to lose some of their resolve seeing oh. this guy for... Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it's like, yeah, look, I'm having a classic Jon Snow moment, but I'm not going to bring that into it. That's very complicated. um Ooh, Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, he goes where the enemy is thickest, yep. jumps right into it, makes yep. heaps of dead bodies. Yeah. Um, that's how he's going to deal with grief and shock.
0: Yeah, see, okay, I've got some lines here. Some lines. Apparently, <laughs> after the fall of his brother, he says... Soldiers, is this what ye bound yourselves to perform? Was it that ye would return to the camp in flight? Are, you, are ye so much more afraid of the most dastardly enemy than of Jupiter and Mars by whom ye swore? But for my part, though bound by no oath, because he did not take this oath, I will return either victorious or die here, fighting beside thee, Quintus Fabius.
1: Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Sterry stuff, guys. Yeah, I know. Wow. Yeah. All right. And he just keeps going. Power on. Well, yeah, his brother's (laughs) like, dude, let's
0: just, like, (laughs) the gods, the gods will make sure that these guys do their job. So it's just, you know, bad on. Yeah. (laughs) Over here. Over here. Let's just do our bit to be
1: worthy of our name because we are awesome (laughs) and kick on. Yeah. (laughs) Fair enough. So, yeah. it's a bit of a terrible time. Yes. Um, the Fabii are having an unpleasant experience. Yes. And then we switch focus, like pan across the scene of the battle. Yes. Back to nice Manlius. Of course. He's been struck in the knee with a javelin. No! That's not good. Yeah. <laughs> we thrust it to the point through to the hamstrings. Jesus Christ. Ow, this is very that's grisly, that I am lacking. <laughs> yeah, look. So, people take him up because, obviously, he falls off his horse or whatever. Yeah. Um... And they start to carry him back to camp. And the Tyranians and the Veins believe he's dead. Yeah. And so they're like, wow press harder. Which is a shame, because he's according d- to Livy, they had almost won <gasps> when he was wounded, <gasps> oh, of course. <laughs> Having thought about it, should have just held their ground. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, they press for the apparent advantage. <laughs> um, he does appear to be, like, out for the count. I'll give him that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's always hard to tell on a battlefield. Absolutely. Um, so... Uh, they start to... Uh, <laughs> a bit of a problem. Yeah, so Just a bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Tyranians seem to yeah. um, get quite excited at this point um, and are like, oh, we've nearly won, so... Mm, au contraire. <laughs> to
0: Not according to Livy. <laughs>
1: um, so if we pursue them, this will be great. And this leads to a whole bunch of Tyranians dying and a whole bunch of Romans dying. And they sort of cancel each other out at that point, while well, Manlius is still getting carried away right, yeah. um, from the site. Yeah. And in the meantime, another group of Tyranians. Yeah. Um, the ones that are hanging out in the abandoned camp.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> yes.
1: And they were like, ooh. Um, they see that the other camp on the other side of the battlefield that the Romans had occupied yeah. looks largely understaffed at this point because most of the troops are engaged in the battle. to be kidding. Mm -hmm. This might might be parallel because
0: I have a mention in here by Livy that there seems to be some uh, looting going on. Is this
1: what they do? Oh yeah, they're super excited. They're like, you know, so if we go from this camp over to that camp while they're not looking and they're not really there, it's gonna, we're gonna like double the win here. Um... (laughs) So <laughs> they, they're kind of right. Yeah. The trouble is that the triarii. Yeah. Well the Triarii are in that camp hanging back waiting till like things are so bad that they're needed. Now they are the guys, they're the super super duper like yeah. bombs, they? they're the ones that have searched the longest, they yeah. the most experienced, yeah. These are yeah. the guys, yeah, they've come up before, so we've talked about them. They're the oldest vets, they're yeah. the most rich, they have the best equipment, and yeah. they're the last to join the fight. Yeah. So they just hang out in the camp
0: they like, like a little box with glass on the outside that says smash in case of emergency. <laughs> yeah.
1: And they're inside it drinking something, I suppose, yeah. and chilling out being Probably like, this wise. battle is not bad enough yet. <laughs> I'm going to stay in here. And um, there's call a few younger when it troops. Gets really badass. <laughs> you yeah. call me when things are terrible. Yeah. And yeah. then I'll come out. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, there's some servants. There's some merchants. Mm. There's some young kids. Um, young troops. Not children. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so this means that the Tyrennias are kind of split yeah. um, Their forces up uh, this is gonna be a problem oh and in camps that the Romans know <laughs> intimately <laughs> they've also made a huge mistake about Manlius despite the fact that he had this like javelin going yes. through straight until his hamstring he's still going he yeah. thought somebody prop him up and strap him onto a horse and yes. send him back in again was like I am still going yeah Like cut it off at the wound
0: site I'm in there yeah um. exactly yeah and there's nothing like in, in classic battle narrative again there's nothing like someone who you thought has been struck down as your commander Popping up again alive, and everyone going, oh my
1: god! (laughs) Yeah, but you know, he's got lots of wounds and stuff, and particularly the one on his leg is not great. Oh no, I know, but still, (laughs) showing himself to the troops and being like, I'm still alive guys, keep going. Yeah, yeah. Come on. And yeah. he's got himself on the horse, so this yeah. means that there's another cavalry run being made. Mm. Um, you know, because people are getting tired as well, so it's yeah, like yeah. the infantry people on the ground are now, like, got horses running at them again. They're like, what? i yeah. not ready for that. Um, but we killed you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so uh, he falls off his horse, perhaps unsurprising. Yeah. Um, unable to rise because, you know, wounds to the leg and all. And then dies there mm. uh, while the young troops try to keep him alive. Mm. Um, so so the prophecy um, of the Tyrannians yes, starts of, to yeah. become fulfilled in this moment. Kind of. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. he's gone back towards that side of the camp. True. This is true. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But the, so, but the,
0: as, yeah, As far as I can tell though, this is all going to... The Tyrannians are, are fighting passionately now because they've got their backs to the wall <laughs> when all this happens. Um, and obviously... Yeah, well, obviously, but according to Livy's account, just as the Romans are dis- you know, disheartened by the death of prominent men, the, the other side are like, woohoo, prominent men dead, excellent. <laughs> um, but essentially, the Romans are going to come out victorious, but it's bittersweet for them because they lost prominent men like Fabius, like Manlius. Uh, which yeah. makes sense, given your prophecy.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's come at a really big cost. Yeah. And it turns out the Tyranians are just not quite as disciplined as they need to be. They never uh, are. It's <laughs> <laughs> unfortunate. Um, so, um, so they've done. They've decided to do a bit of plunder. Because they've noticed that there's a lot of Romans dead at this point. They think they've got time for that. Mm. Um, but they really don't. Marcus Fabius is still alive. Oh, yeah. And he's still angry. And, so he's, brother. <laughs> <laughs> and he's turned up. Um, with the best people on horse that he can find and the best infantrymen he can find. Mm. And they surround the camp that um, uh-huh. the Italians are looting. That's not good. <laughs> and, and there's more battle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we have some other issues. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if you have mention of a Titus Siculus. You know, I do not. Ah. Mm. Also, prob- possibly... Uh, Sycinius. Nobody's really quite sure about that one. This isn't the same... Tri- this isn't like the Tribune of the Plebs that we had. this... No, he's okay. he's okay. holding a similar position to Kaizo in, okay. in the right. sense that he's got... or Quintus, I should say, because I don't know what position Kaizo's holding at this point. Yeah. Um, but Quintus was... He had Imperium um, and he was able to lead troops and stuff. And so it is this guy. Um. And he gets... He has a plan which he lets... Marcus Fabius know about, and he orders a retreat, Um, and this means that all the Romans can assemble into a single body and then assault the remaining camp, Uh (laughs) the one that's still being most held and fortified. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. and so yeah, so they manage to like get the guys who are plundering that camp over on one side. Yeah, and they also then make this last dash with everybody to attack the camp that was more fortified on this side. Right. And the Trirenians, uh run away. Well, yeah. Run away! <laughs> run, away. <laughs> run away! Dionysus is at, is at um, pains to emphasize mm. that this battle is the most terrible battle that Rome has ever been in. So you say terrible? Most terrible. Okay, right. Yeah. Just because of
0: the bloodshed?
1: the amount of bloodshed but apparently the number of people involved
0: okay Um, i can see that though i mean it makes sense if you think about the romans with their allies the you know city they with their allies like that's starting to get much more of italy involved i suppose yeah than we've previously seen in the little skirmishes that we often talk
1: about yeah yeah so we're seeing a lot more people apparently i mean figures are notoriously suspect yeah, yeah, yeah um in our written sources Um, But yeah, some of the detail and some of the... And I feel like part of the build-up of the omen Mm. at the start of Dionysus' narrative is to, in part, to weave it back to this sort of, like, this was horrific. Yeah, yeah. They fought for so long. Everybody lost something. There were three different encampments that you had to deal with. Yeah. You know... People thought people were dead and then they weren't dead and then they were really dead. Brothers were lost. The Fabii. Yeah, oh, the Fabii. Oh, the Fabii. Just the Fabii, (laughs) yeah. You don't need to say
0: any more than that. Interesting. Okay. Mm. Well, in my account, this year is kind of rounded off with um, the fact that Marcus Fabius is awarded a triumph for this battle, which is obviously a great honour. Um, But obviously with the bittersweet side of it, he, um, after his triumph, he then also has to, well he doesn't have to, well he does kind of, but you know what I mean. Um, He then goes on to celebrate, he has to go through the the rituals and that sort of thing of the two funerals of uh, his brother and also of Manlius. And so obviously the bittersweetness of having lost two people he valued so much. Then I have this really interesting little detail, which I, I'm sure Dionysius includes, but I'm going to get in there first. <laughs> Do it. Go. Apparently, so once all, once all that stuff is over, Marcus had set out that year with this plan that he was somehow going to make the common people love him and the Fabii again. Okay? I, I know. <laughs> Shocking. Questionable. Yeah, I know. So what he does <laughs> is He distributes all of the wounded soldiers amongst the patrician families to be taken care of until they are cured. And the most, like the largest amount of any of the wounded are given to the Fabii clan, like the various members of that clan. And they are treated incredibly well. And it works. The Fabii become apparently, at this point in time, very popular with the people.
1: That's amazing. Yeah. I, know, I do right? not have that story. Well, there you go. Ha, Livy. Livy <laughs> <laughs> giving us something. Oh, he's Beginning breaking through. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have anything quite like that. Okay. Um, yeah. Certainly not where I'm up to. So, like, if we're getting into this, the end of this year. Yeah. Um, we have honors for valor. Of course. Awarded to Kaizu. Yeah. Um, so he has come good in the end. <laughs> Titus Siculus. <laughs> and also Marcus Favolius. Oh, of course, they both, uh, yeah. Favolius. <laughs> our favourite good-looking centurion. Absolutely. Um, but they do uh, also award a triumph um, to Marcus Fabius. But according to Dionysius, he declines this honour. Really? Yeah. And he says he, he can't possibly take it because... Of the death of his brother and the loss of his colleague, actually, yeah, he, he does. Sorry,
0: to to be fair, Livy does mention that he does he does he does talk about this. He does say that um, you know no, I won't accept it, and they say you know typical Roman fashion, the fact that you have been, oh, in a triumph, and then like. Turn it down. I mean, oh my God, that just makes you worthy of like ten rounds. And they're like, "Oh my God, can we love you anymore?" Yeah, it's so sweet that you would make this sort of sacrifice. Yeah, that's my bad. He, he, you're right. He, he does. He does turn it down in my version as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so we have this sort of moment where. You know, he's declined the honours and this is increasing his own sort of like, sense of valour in the community. wetting themselves. Yeah. They are so excited. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and he, it just says here that he dismisses the soldiers to their homes. Okay. And that he resigns the consulship, even though there's two months remaining um, mm. in his candidature because he feels he's no longer capable of performing the duties required of him. That because, is quite different, yeah. 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 Apparently, still got a, his own wound that he's dealing with. That's yeah. his own But also the grief of losing, yeah, yeah. You know his brother, and the, he's lost his colleague. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's probably a good
0: as place as any to uh, to finish up with. So that means Doctor G that it is time for the partial pick.
1: Incredible. <laughs>
0: All right, so <laughs> hit me with it. What have we got first ooh, off the rack? Military clout. Well, ooh. For I feel like this is. I feel like this is. I feel like this is good on the balance.
1: Ah, yeah. Look, yeah. I mean, they came through, didn't they? They did. Yeah, definitely. I
0: actually feel like I have to give them a seven.
1: Ooh, nice. Yeah, yeah
0: I think. Yeah, I think look, so. I, I disagree with that. Yeah, we haven't had one of these really epic battles for a while. <laughs> yeah. Look, I mean, okay. yes. So seven, right. for okay. seven
1: for military. Seven for military clout. Yeah. Diplomacy.
0: Mm. Shocking.
1: Well yeah, the fact that I mean at you've war. got you're
0: at war. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> nothing. No
0: eagles. Yeah, no eagles. <laughs>
1: expansion.
0: Not really expansion, they're really just defending themselves, aren't they? <laughs> no eagles. <laughs> <laughs> weirtos. Ooh, now okay. I feel like there's something oh, There's yeah. a lot of weirtos going on. Yeah, yeah. All
1: of the valor in battle. Absolutely. All of the getting back on your horse, even though you got your legs snapped into Flavor by a gentleman. slave
0: looking hot and defending his country <laughs> while doing
1: so. Taking the vow to just
0: never return unless yep. it's with victory. Turning down a triumph. Ooh. I feel like this is almost like a ten for weirtoos. I-, really. I would agree with that. I think it's a ten.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay,
0: let's go ten. Alright. Okay. Citizen score. This, okay, this is tough because I feel like based on my account there is a little bit of positivity even though overall nothing really has changed <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like I'm willing to give
1: them maybe I don't know like maybe well a- I mean if, if Fabius is taking on board all of the wounded soldiers and redistributing them for their convalescence. Yeah, and, and they say you that they're all really well taken care of, although yeah, again, look,
0: uh, who's recording I mean, the other side of this? It. A,
1: it's a double-edged sword, yeah. isn't it? It's like you're being treated well, but you did have to like get your leg hacked off, you know?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, and there is all that mental like the mind games they play in order to get them to that point. The fact mm. that they have to go through like, I mean, you know, the fact that I had I was, I had pages Dr. G. Pages! Which is just not something I've had for a while, of Livy talking about the mind games of they're being insulted, they feel conflicted about that, they ask to fight, but no, the consuls don't want them to fight. And then they say this, and then it's just, it's a lot more than usual, I don't know, I still feel like it can't be more than a five, I still feel <laughs> like it's going to be like a three or a four. Alright. What do you reckon? I
1: reckon, like, let's err on the side of caution. Okay. Um, give them a three. That makes
0: 20 oh, golden eagles. That's
1: pretty good. That's almost a pass. <laughs> <laughs> We're nearly there, guys. If we keep going at this rate, we'll be up to 50 in no time.
0: Well, definitely stay tuned for next time, guys, because I feel like we really are starting to turn a bit of a corner. We are. Yeah. Yes. I, I think Things that, are about uh, to get different. Yeah. Conflict of the orders. <laughs> I think things are starting to change. Now, uh, not to date this episode too much, but this is uh, around the uh, the New year. And so we hope that you've had a very uh, Merry Christmas and that you're enjoying the new year of
1: 2018. Enjoy. Indeed. Enjoy. <laughs>